Okay, we're continuing our conversation, and the topic is evolving the brain. And our text is coming from the Little Black Book of Decision Making. Emphasis on making complex decisions with confidence in a fast-moving world. And this last chapter and this last section that I'm going to highlight um, is chapter 9. And this one really hit home for me. So it's perfect for ending up a, a week. And as you all know, I've been picking excerpts from the book, but it's a great book. And it only goes up to 10 chapters. It's a quick read, but full of information. And I love the quote. Each chapter starts with a quote. And the quote starts with the ability to perceive or think differently is more important than the knowledge gained. That's by David Baum. And the reason why I like this is you all know that I teach in corporate America. I do adult teaching, um, especially around technology and innovation. Um, and one of the big pushes right now is agile. Uh, as a matter of fact, I have a webinar coming up calling the agile state of mind. And so this all resonates with me because we're trying to show people a different way of building software. And so it's requiring them to think differently is not just a methodology and what the first 30 years of software development they so tried to make it this very I must say kind of robotic process where if you do this step and do this step you'll always come out with great software and it doesn't work that way it requires you looking at every scenario and every scenario is a little bit different evaluating that scenario and then coming to a what's the conclusion based on the information you have. I won't necessarily say come to the right conclusion because in our book that we're reading, it tells us that being right is relative, but you have to make decisions and move forward based on the information you have at the moment. And so I teach this. And so that's why this book is so important, you know, and I hope that some of my students might even be listening because when you're taking the classes and I'm talking about agile, I want you to take away from it, not just, okay, there's only one way to do agile because there isn't more importantly, what I want you to take away from it is that you've opened your mind there. There possibly could be multiple ways of creating software and multiple approaches that's what's so important. So I'm going to read this quote again um, and why I say that and make that point. The ability to perceive or think differently is more important than the knowledge gained. Because Agile may come and go and there's going to be different methodologies and different approaches. By the time one book uh, gets off the press saying this is the new way of doing things, someone else is already writing the next book to say, no, 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 that's not the right way. This is the right way. So just keeping your mind open is more important than just identifying one methodology as being the only way of doing things. Now, let's continue with our chapter nine, evolving the brain. It says, we've seen already that we are heavily conditioned to trust a problem solving style of decision making. But to deal with the complexity, the ambiguity and the speed of change of the modern world will need the ability to come up with creative leaps. Both anecdotal evidence and scientific research indicate that if we approach creativity with the mindset necessary for high quality rational thinking, 
we are unlikely to be successful. This is because within the overall process required for creativity, we need that critical flash of insight, the aha moment, when suddenly we see the problem through a different lens. Now, I know that's a mouthful and a lot to read, and and that's why I'm kind of giving you and, and breaking down some interpretations and tying it to some of the things that you'll find not just in this series of topics, but go back in some of our archives and pull out some of our previous recordings because we've had thought leaders like Derek Brown and Coop Coopersmith who talked about critical thinking and design thinking. And I know at the time that sounded like, okay, well, they're just talking about writing software. No, it applies to anything and it applies to whether you're an entrepreneur starting a business or you've got a vision or a dream and want to start a business, whatever that might be, you're going to have to make some important decisions. And how you make those decisions, that's critical too. And tying it to, you know, we have a lot of people um, that listen to our podcast that are entrepreneurs, want to start businesses, maybe they're working in STEM And now they're ready to cross over and start their own thing, not just work for a company. And I see this time and time again, and I feel for them because they make some quick decisions. It took years to make them, but they suddenly make these decisions. I want to start a business because I enjoy doing this. Well, that has all of the signs of being an emotional decision. That's something and that's why this book is worth reading. Um, you know, if nothing else, as you hearing this series, it's not that I want you to take my interpretation of the book at face value. I hope, if anything, it made you want to read the book for yourself and come to some of your own conclusions. There's different exercises in the books that I've shared with you. Do the exercise, do the work, do the self-examination and see what applies to you and what doesn't. There's probably a lot of stuff in here. You might say, oh, I've got that under control. But there's always one or two things that you're always improving. Because trust, um, as I've talked through this series, I've definitely made my own inventory. So when you're making big decisions, it's not just about one way or another, being creative or being critical. It's that combination of right brain and left brain. But it's so important being aware that the two exist. If nothing else that you've learned from this series is knowing that you have a left brain and a right brain and you need them to work together to make the best decisions. Let me read a little bit more here. But where do intuitive leaps and insight come from and how can we have more of them? These are vital questions For anyone wanting to continue to be a high performer in the new world. Machines already have better memories than we do. And they can perform rational processing of information much more quickly. What's more, these gaps will only continue to widen. So we as humans have to differentiate ourselves Because computers, robots, you know, we've heard for years, they're going to take over the world. Well, some capacity, they have. They're out-thinking us. They're out-processing. They hold more memory. So, yes. But there's some things that humans can do that computers, they can't do unless a human programs them to do it. And that is using the whole brain, the right and left. 
So there are some things that computers, for example, compassion, we can program them to take certain criteria into consideration that might emulate compassion, but that's nothing like what we naturally are built to do as human. Now, when you as humans make decisions, one of the things is that what the book encourages is self-awareness. So know what is going on. What is the situation when you're making that decision? What is your mindset? So, for example, think about some decisions that you've made, maybe some good ones, maybe a few bad ones, and ask yourself these questions. What were you doing when the situation came to you? What was your mental state of mind at the time? Were you focused on the task and the decision or was your mind elsewhere? These are all things taken into consideration. A lot of scientists, a lot of technicians, they work in labs, that quiet space where they close out the rest of the world so that they can be completely focused on the problem. And that's sometimes even in our personal lives. Sometimes we need to remove ourselves, get ourselves in a space that's conducive to let you really go inside and understand the process of using your whole brain. We need for a balanced mind and a brain in decision making. It is highly significant that when it's asked that question about people's mindset at the moment of a breakthrough, no one has ever replied that they were stressed at the time. In fact, there is a very good neurological reason for that. And it stems from the fact that this mind-brain partnership only works well when we are relaxed. So keep that in mind. Keep in mind your environment. Keep in mind when you're making decisions. One of the things that they have a diagram. So if you drew on a piece of paper, on the left side, you wrote reactive. On the right side, you wrote responsive. On the left side, we're reactive when we're in a perceived hostile environment, which means that we're under stress. On the right side, we're more responsive where we're in a perceived friendly environment. That leads us to openness and receptiveness. So the key is also that you are making decisions in the right environment, that healthy environment. So that ends our series for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll be introducing a new book, new topics each week. Thanks for joining us. Bye for now. You have been listening to Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. For a full list of our broadcast archives, social media handles, contact information, and upcoming shows, visit our website portal at www.technologyexpresso.com.net and .org. Call our event hotline 855-484-6837 for a list of STEM-related events in various states across the country. That's 855-484-6837. Your feedback is important to us. Send us an email through our website or directly to technologyexpresso at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and remember to listen, learn, leverage, launch.